Start your business for the freedom of time. Now you're tired of the hustle and grind. There's gotta be a better way. It's time to listen to Chill and Prosper. Welcome to Chill and Prosper. You're ready to chill and prosper with Denise Duffield Thomas. Hey there, beautiful. It's Denise Duffield Thomas here. And today on Chill and Prosper, we are talking about how to juggle business alongside raising kids. Now, even if you don't have kids and you have no desire to have kids, I still think you'll get something out of this episode because a lot of the tips that I'm sharing are things that I probably should have done anyway in my business that would have made me a better CEO that I was resisting. And the only reason I got around to doing it is because I had no choice. Okay. So I still think you'll get a lot out of this episode. And if you do have a family, if you do have kids, um, hopefully I'll have some good tips for you as well. But I just get questions all the time about this of like, how do you juggle it? How do you deal with it? How do you prep when you want to have a baby? Um, You know, what changes? All of those things. And so um, yeah, I just want to be really honest about it and be helpful as well because my tagline is make money, change the world. And so much of that has come from my personal experiences of my grandmother and my mom not being able to make money and not being able to have a career because of children, right? And the era and time, of course, that they grew up in. But I know that there are still so many people who have big business dreams, but are still not able to figure out how to juggle kids and business. You know, so yes, we live in a different time, but I know it's still a big challenge for so many people. So, um, you know, running a multi-million dollar company with kids is not easy. It's just not, even with all the stuff that I have, even having a supportive husband who works in my business now, by the way, having lots of paid help, um, I still find it incredibly hard. And I sometimes feel bad about admitting that, but it's it's really, I do find it really hard. I, <laughs> I just want my life to be simple and relaxing and that's not always conducive with kids. So at the time of recording, uh, my oldest is almost nine, a girl called Willow. George is six and a half. And Piper, our youngest, is four and a half. And so I'm definitely out of the baby stage. Everyone, I was going to say everyone can feed themselves and poop by themselves, but that's actually not true. We've still got some issues around that sometimes. But also um, my business is extremely important to me. Freedom is my highest value. And so I knew that it was never on the cards for me to completely give up my business. Um you know, I've worked through all my pregnancies. I've been extremely lucky to have easy pregnancies. And I've pretty much not really taken a lot of maternity leave. On the outside, I did. I didn't do client stuff. But I was still thinking and still maybe writing and still working on projects behind the scenes. So I think that's just my personality is that I love business and I probably always well, you know, but but anyway, I've got six tips, big six big tips for you. So tip number one is to simplify everything. Okay. So if you are pregnant, if you are, you know, have kids, even like this actually is still relevant if you've got caring responsibilities or if you've got a ton of pets. But as I said, these are all tips that work to make you a better CEO, no matter what. Um, simplify everything. 
so before I had kids, I definitely didn't have a lot of boundaries, but also I just tried to do so many things. You know, I was like, I'll do this, I'll do this, I'll do this. I had lots of different topics on my website, lots of different things I was trying all at once. And I realized that I couldn't do all of the things because it would just stress me out way too much. And I was very resentful about it. I was like, you can't make me give up this project. You can't make me do that. Um, So I actually decided to just focus on money, which might sound surprising to you if you've known me for a while because you're like, oh. But before then, I was trying to focus on a lot of different things. And um, I had my Get Rich Lucky Bitch book. I did a soulmate course, How to Manifest Your Soulmate. Um, And I was like, oh, what else can I do in this like manifesting um, area? And I just realized, no, I'm just going to do money mindset. Uh, I'm going to simplify and I'm only going to do money boot camp. That's it. And that was a little bit hard because I still wanted to do with other things. But one focus, one message was really helpful when I was, you know, had lots of other energies pulling at me, right? Um, And it was really good from a marketing point of view as well. So that was step number one, simplify. Step number two was to automate um, revenue sorry, automate revenue generating activities, okay? Because I've seen a lot of people trying to juggle launches and client work and all of this kind of stuff when they have babies. And you might be lucky, you might have a baby that sleeps all the time, that feeds really well and everything's super smooth, but might not. So when I got pregnant, that's when I gave up one-to-one client work because I just didn't want... I I just didn't know what was going to be on the other side. I didn't know how I'd handle motherhood. I didn't know anything. So that's when I turned Money Bootcamp into an evergreen course um, so people could buy it at any time. And um, I knew that I didn't have to then stress about clients or obligations in that way. So automate revenue generating activities. So this could be creating an ebook version of what you do, creating a simple course, um, creating some funnels, doing having some opt-ins that lead to something so just automate some of those things as much as possible so you know that you can still have income coming in without you having to do the things and I mean this is so important even for now at my stage of business this like last this time last year when we were prepping for a launch everything went wrong like kids were sick our team was sick contractors were sick and it just everything just fell apart And I realized how much we still put things too close together and didn't have spaciousness for just life happens stuff. So that was really important. So automate as much as possible. Number three, oh God, even just reading these, I'm like memories. Number three is improve your boundaries because you can't be everything to everyone when you have a family because really your family has to come first, right? And so I realized that, you know, having clients that text me and messaged me day and night, being in money boot camp 24-7, working on the weekends, um, it just didn't work. And so I was used to saying yes to everything and I had to start to learn to say no and I felt really bad about that. And even um, I mentioned this in Chill and Prosper that a TV show, a morning TV show, asked me to be on their show and I was like eight months pregnant and I went oh no but I'll do it when the baby's born and I committed to doing it six weeks after the baby was born 
because I didn't want to say no. I felt bad about saying no. I felt like a loser for saying no. And nowadays I would just go, oh, no, it doesn't doesn't work. So I started to look at what things I would say yes to and what things were an automatic no. And it actually helped having things that were an automatic no because then my team didn't have to come back to me and say, oh, do you want to do this summit? Do you want to do this thing? Because I was like, no summits, no speaking opportunities um, for a certain time. I won't won't be on someone's um, podcast if they've got less than this amount of episodes, saying no to catch-ups for people I don't know. Um, I stopped doing emails myself, so that's when I let my team take over their inbox. Ah, it was so hard. Just anything like that. And also I had to give up being the expert in everything. So I started saying to people, oh, I actually don't know. I don't know the answer to that. And it killed me because I was so used to being the go-to expert for everything. I'd be like, well, let me just Google that for you. Let me find out. And then I just started going, oh, sorry, that's not my zone of expertise. Like it's not my zone of genius. I have no idea. Good luck with that though, without having to solve the problem. Now, that might be hard for you, right? You still might have bandwidth for that with with having kids, but I find that just that as well makes you a better business person, (laughs) just having boundaries, saying like just, yeah, knowing knowing what you're good at and what you're not good at. Um, And the boundaries thing was really key because I really didn't have them very, like I didn't have them that much beforehand Um, and it really helped. So I, I also find too that sometimes it's just mental clutter that you don't need. Getting rid of that mental clutter because you have to be a bit more brutal with your time boundaries, I find, when you've got kids. All right. (sighs) Number four, streamline content and batch content. This was a game changer for me and I didn't start doing it until I was pregnant with baby number one because I would just like, you know, do it week by week. Oh, what am I going to talk about this week? And then I started batching. So every Monday I got a blow dry i do like four or five videos and I was just creating a bank of videos for when I'd be on maternity leave. But then I just realized how much fun it is batching up content. And I've done a whole separate episode about this too. So look up that about my batching process. Um, so it's the same with everything, right? I go, okay, every every Tuesday we do a quote. All right, let's go find 50 quotes. That's a whole year's worth of content. Um, You might just start doing a couple of weeks ahead of time and then work your way up. I can very easily create months worth of content in a a day because it's just once you know what you're talking about and you use tools and scheduling, it's so great. And even if you have resistance around it, normally I find that people are way more open to it when they're like pregnant because they've got a deadline. (laughs) Um, I batch filming. So I'll how I'll hire a videographer for three days, get as much done as possible, um, or my course content in one day. I batch my podcast, obviously. So that stuff really, really helps. And then that way you don't feel like you're just going away and potentially, I don't know, just not talking to your audience as much and and things like that. Okay, so I've got more tips for you, for you. Um, but let's have a quick break so I can have a little water break because boundaries are important, self-care is important. And um, I'll come back with uh, five, steps five and six and some bonus tips as well about juggling babies and business. All right, see you in a sec. Hi, my name is Kerry Layton and I am a show business success coach for ambitious entrepreneurial performers. I joined SMA in... 
January 2019 and it was such a revelation to me as a performer myself and an ambitious one at that, how my celebrity archetype played out in all areas of my life and how my romantic archetype um, was in direct conflict with my maverick. So I absolutely completely recommend it. It's been such a great experience to, I dived in and then also as I know my celebrity nature I uh, like to learn via osmosis so I like to listen to Denise's teachings when I'm in the bath or just have them on while I'm cooking and just really absorb all those lessons and they have really enriched all of my programs and my business, my online profile, how I serve my clients, um, you know, how my celebrity clients, how I can best serve them with the advice that Denise gives. So uh, amazing. I would absolutely completely recommend you jumping on SMA right away. Okay, welcome back. We are talking about juggling business and babies. Okay, so we've talked about, um, well, let me just So number one, simplify everything. Number two, automate, like create passive income, basically automate some of your income. Number three, improving boundaries. So hard for people sometimes. Step number four is streamline and batch your content production. Um, Step number five is also an, an automated one, but it's about automating your marketing. And this is, this has been such a key thing for me too, actually, is just like, not even doing it in a complicated funnel way. Okay, I want to give you an example of this, right? I created an opt-in years and years ago, seven money blocks, and I've re- redone it like four times. But the first time I did it, I kept on thinking, God, this is shit. This is so shit. People are not going to like this. Oh, it's not good enough. But I just put it, I put it up anyway. And at the end of it, I was just like, hey, if you want to join my money boot camp, here's the link. You know, and then there was a really simple like follow-up email, maybe, and I remember thinking, oh, I've got to get rid of this. And then I realized that like 20,000 people had seen that free webinar and 1% of them had bought Money Bootcamp at $2,000. And so I was like, this has actually made money just because I've automated this marketing. And you can get so much more complicated than that. Um, I used to have a, I still do now actually, a free manifesting course. And this was one of the very first things I created 10 years ago. And it would just be like, here's your free manifesting course. And it was like, hey, do you want to join the paid manifesting course? And I just had two follow-up emails. It was just like, hey, do you still want it? Oh, by the way, I can split the payment for you. You know, and it would be like thousands of dollars each month just because I automated that marketing. And I know you know this, right? I know you know about funnels. I know you know about like drip marketing and things like that, but are you procrastinating on it because you think it's got to be perfect or you think it's got to be super complicated? And it can be really, really simple. So just start with like one or two things, just an automated like follow-up sequence for one opt-in, like so, so simple. And it just means that then like it gives people opportunities to buy from you and it, it gives people opportunities to know what you do and how you can help them. Um, so yeah, automate marketing is super key because you might, especially, I mean, again, this is not a, just a baby's thing, but I find that I go through phases with my family too where I'm like super tired or I just don't feel like showing up on social media or I just don't have the bandwidth all the time to do launches. And so, yeah, automating that marketing is, is really good. Now, 
the next tip is um, get as much help as you can afford. Get as much help as you can beg, borrow or steal because I am never someone who pretends to be super mum. I'm never someone who pretends to do it all myself. Um, and there are people who can do that. I have met so many super women who run multi-million dollar companies. They still do all the cooking and cleaning at home. They still look amazing, all of those things. And I love that people can do that. I cannot. I would go literally crazy and I'm not using that in an ableist way I would I would be in an institution if I had to do all of my family thing myself because I don't know if it's just with my ADHD but I get so overwhelmed by noise and arguments and cooking and cleaning overwhelms me takes up my creative energy all of those things so I'm just being really really honest about that that I find homemaking stuff really hard um so I have a lot of help. I started out with a house cleaner every two weeks to do bathrooms. And then when my first baby was born, I hired a part-time nanny. And then I was like, oh, can you also make me some breakfast? She's like, yeah, sure. And I was like, oh, could you do some laundry as well? Yeah, sure. Um, Then I upgraded my cleaning team. So they came every week. And then I, like now I I have a four days a week housekeeper who does the cooking and cleaning, laundry. We have like a more in-depth cleaning company and I have a nanny. And then I outsource everything. So even with Mark, like, um, you know, Mark's not mowing the lawn. We've got someone mowing the lawn. We've got someone cleaning the pool. We've got somebody cleaning the windows. Like we outsource everything as much as possible because we either want to be spending time with our family or – we want to be making money in the business. And so it doesn't, I can't, I just can't do both. <laughs> I feel like I'm justifying it. And I know I'm not because I think it's really important to give you permission that if there's something in your house that you don't like doing as well, it's okay to outsource it. And actually I find for most people, especially mothers, um, but all parents, it's actually a better use of your money to outsource at home sometimes than it is outsourcing in your business because you might be happy doing most things in your business yourself and I could do most things in my business I love doing my own marketing I love batching stuff I love doing all these things but um, I don't love laundry and laundry stresses me out it really stresses me out and also I overthink it so every Christmas when my housekeeper is away for Christmas her holidays I'm like I'm gonna do some laundry and then I go what's the best, most efficient way to do the laundry? And I make piles and then I start to go, what's the best way to hang the laundry? And then I start researching hanging systems and, and um, you know, like errors and stuff like that. And then I start going, oh, we totally designed this laundry wrong. Okay, we're going to have to redo the laundry. And it just becomes this whole thing. And then hours later, I still haven't done any laundry because I've just overthought it too much. So for me, it's much a much better use of my time and, and creative energy to write books, create content, uh, show up in my money boot camp than it is to do something like laundry. But that being said, again, you might love cooking. You might love doing laundry. So no one's taking anything away from you, right? But it's it's about what stresses you out, what takes you, what takes bandwidth away from your well-being, your family, your ability to make money. And do those things right so I would rather give up 
everything else than to give up home help. I really would because it would just stress me out so much. Okay, then some bonus tips. You have to work on your money mindset. If you want to do both of these really hard things, running a business is, is hard. It's not for the faint of heart. Having a family can be hard, right? So you, yes, you can do all of the things, but working on your money mindset that not only can you thrive, you can succeed, you can make tons of money if you want to, but you do have to work on your money mindset, right? So um, one of a, a kinesiologists that I've worked with many, many times, her name is Jen Cudmore. And I remember she said to me, Denise, babies are born with a loaf of bread under each arm. Babies are born with a loaf of bread under each arm. And so for me, I shortened that into an affirmation for myself, which is babies bring abundance. Babies bring abundance. And I just thought, what a beautiful way of thinking about this is that each baby that I've had, I doubled my business. I doubled my business because I was forced to do some of the things that I should have done all along, right? Like outsourcing, like automating, like systematizing, like setting boundaries, like <laughs> creating passive income. All of those things I've been, I'd been hearing about for a long time, but it was something about having a deadline and also just less bandwidth and less energy. It, it, babies bring abundance, okay? So if you're pregnant right now, if you're considering expanding your family, have that mantra for yourself. It really does help. Bab babies bring abundance and fur babies bring abundance too, for sure. Anything can bring abundance. So don't don't at me and say, oh, do only parents get to have abundance? No, this was just something that I created to help me overcome those mindset issues specifically about having babies. So babies bring abundance. Um, yeah. So there's no secret. There's really no secret. I have to outsource, outsource, outsource as much as possible. Okay, so just remind six, six tips I had. Simplify everything. Automate um, making money, i.e. passive income. Improve your boundaries. Batch and streamline your content. Automate marketing. So just have a couple of little follow-up sequences, a little bit of funnel stuff. Um, outsource everything, get as much help as you can beg, borrow, steal, buy. Don't feel guilty about getting lots of help. Your kids will be fine. It takes a village and sometimes you have to buy the village. And if you can't buy it, you can maybe, you know, swap and barter with another mum. Do whatever you can because it's so worth it. Um, and then the last tip was work on your money mindset. That's it. So work on your money mindset. Babies bring abundance. Now, um, I do have a final thought for you. So stick around because it's just one really quick thing that I, I feel like I need to say. And I'll see you right after this final break. Hey, I'm Becky Anna Marie and I'm a mindset and self-empowerment coach based in the UK. And I help women to challenge societal norms and expectations so that they can swap burnout and overwhelm for the clarity and confidence to live their best and most empowered lives. I've read Get Rich Lucky Bitch and Chillpreneur. Get Rich Lucky Bitch really helped me to uncover all of the money stories that were holding me back and learn to love money rather than fear it. It's also encouraged me to take responsibility for tracking and managing my own money rather than burying my head in the sand and trying to ignore it. 
Chopreneur has been great for helping me to be more in my business rather than doing more and realizing that I don't have to get everything right first time, that it's okay to make mistakes and that being an entrepreneur doesn't have to be hard. I especially love Denise's idea of living a more keyless life because it's been a great reminder for me to just keep things simple. Both of these books have really helped encourage me down a path of women's empowerment and also not being afraid to do things my way and to decide that I'm going to do what's right for me regardless of what other people are doing and is actually something that I now help my own clients to do as well. I thoroughly recommend both of these books. I love the straight talking, let's cut the BS and also the lightheartedness that Denise brings. So you might feel guilty about spending time on your business and I really see my business as creating a new legacy for our family and it's a privilege to be able to do that. You know, think about your grandmother, think about your mother. Mine did not have the opportunities that I have and it it caused them pain and stress and suffering in so many ways. You know, my... uh, the, uh, the generations came before us, they, they had to sacrifice everything in so many ways to, to be a parent. And we do not have to do that anymore. Okay, so we're creating a legacy. We're being role models. We're showing our kids that anything is possible. And that's, I think that's such a beautiful privilege. It really is. So you've got this. You can totally run as big a company as you like. You don't have to do everything go with the flow, have a support network around you and just believe in yourself that you're allowed to do it. Nobody can stop you. All right, babies bring abundance. Um, And I would love to hear from you as well if this episode has resonated with you, but please share it in your um, business and mum groups or your parenting groups and um, feel free to tag me on social media at Denise DT. But yeah, why not you create a new family legacy? All right, I will see you on next week's episode of Chill and Prosper. Thanks, bye. Thanks for listening to Chill and Prosper. Tell your friends to chill and prosper. Review and subscribe. We hope you had a very good time.